Greetings from PopCult AnimeCon, a small, laid-back, general-purpose, end-of-summer nerd con with a strong weeb slant held in somewhat beautiful Framingham, Massachusetts at the Sheraton Hotel this upcoming weekend, August 18th and 19th. Partake in nerd karaoke, observe as cosplayers pretend to fight each other, cast your gleamingly lazy judgment on other people's hard work in the AMV contest, have a pose-off with a one-to-one scale Spider-Man statue, Marvel at the symmetry of this nerd con being held in a faintly castle-esque structure. Embarrass or be embarrassed by some scrub in your fighting game of choice. Relax in a dark room full of weirdos with a broad slate of meticulously curated anime. Suavely sway from side to side at the dances. Buy some nerd bric-a-brac from vendors and artists. Of particular relevance to our listeners, the tabletop offerings will be flushed this year from the bounty of the ad submitter's nasty Kickstarter habit, besides the usual and likely better nerd loot. Seize your official title as the worst person at the con in the Cards Against Humanity tournament. Or, for the gentler souls amongst you, more fanciful but equally official titles in the Magic the Gathering and Pokemon tournaments. As a special bonus to our listeners, that's the System Mastery listeners, stop by the video rooms, show your con badge, and whisper System Mastery to the staff to receive an arbitrary handful of boosters from a dead CCG, assuming you pick the right staff member. Again, that's Pop Cult Anime Con in Framingham, Massachusetts next weekend. Remember... Summer's almost over, and you should stay inside doing nerd stuff. That's August 18th and 19th in Framingham, Massachusetts. Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. On today's episode, we are finally going to do what you've all been asking for. Right here, live, in front of the finest folks Gen Con could spare today, we're going to cyber. And we're going to cyber hard. No limits. We're going to use asterisks to indicate action statements. The safe word is hermetic traditions. (laughs) And after that, we might punk a little. But mostly, it's going to be about cyber. Because it's Shadowrun. It's the current Shadowrun, actually. The 5th edition one. We'll explain why in a minute. Because we're doing something different. And we're going to do all of that, and probably a bunch of tangential bullshit, on today's live system mastery. All right, let me start, as always, by asking John, how are you? I'm so fucking tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we did the Airbnb with, like, six people in the room thing. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, honestly, compared to our Chicago Airbnb, this was this was. Oh, solid. yeah, the Chicago Airbnb was a murder basement. It was literally, it was three beds stuck in the, not even on the, against the walls in a room, but, like, in the center of a room. Like, just three beds arranged randomly across the floor of a basement, uh, and they had that metal safety railing on the stairs, you know, that little L-angle thing they put on the stairs so you don't trip on it? But on every single stair, the edges are curled up, creating knives. So, oh, yeah. And there, there was, was a nice door there that led to nothing. Yes, It yeah. was, like, more underground, but it wasn't part of the basement. It was like someone used it for smuggling at there some was, point. There were laundry facilities in there and a window in the door, which meant that every once in a while we would have the, the joy of getting dressed for something or doing something with one shot, and there'd just be someone hanging out in there just kind of casually watching us. <laughs> just because, just like, they had nothing better to do. It wasn't even like they were, they were saying, huh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's the thing that's moving. And that was all they had to th- say about it. But this is, this is nice. I mean, Chicago's a little better weather-wise. I, I would best oh, yeah. describe the air in Indianapolis as... Hot piss? Diapery. Yeah. It's <laughs> if a diaper had an armpit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole city kind of feels like one of those drawings that shows you where you can cut the meat out of a cow. <laughs> yeah. And it's right here. <laughs> right in the tenderloin. Right line. here in so, my, my dear sweetheart. <laughs> so if you're wondering, oh, I, I think these are our folks. Oh, shit, We were told son. you would be blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gannon Reedy from the Neo Scum hey, Podcast. Hello, Give it up. Yo, hey. Yes. Yes. Woo. Hey, what's happening, guys? This is where... Hey, and we sir, haven't even started talking about anything no. at all. And sir, can you confirm for the audience that we have never met? We have never met before. All right, thank you. Now, uh, is, is this your business card holder thing? Uh, 
What is that? It is a business card holder thing. Uh, it is not mine. Ah, damn it. Okay, well, it didn't work. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you were wondering earlier why we're going to be covering the fifth edition of Gan- uh, Shadowrun today, it's got nothing to do with our usual routine where we try to find the oldest, worst games we can. Uh, Instead, we were told by our boss that yeah, we had there he to is. Do He's leaving now. Oh, that asshole. James was like, look, we need cross-promotion. James so. swinging Diamato. If Ask you could get 5th edition Shadowrun and Ganon on there, that'd be great. Thanks. And you know what? I'm going to go accept more awards. And at first I was swimming <laughs> my pool full of money. Congratulations, James. On I've got some industry insiders to hang out with. I'll see you later. I'm really worried about my Patreon not. that's seven times the size of yours. <laughs> I need to go get my dick gold-plated. I'll be back. Congratulations on getting your dick gold-plated, James. Very proud of you. Uh, so this is why, because uh, we're doing a partnership with Neoscum today, so we're going to be talking about 5th edition Shadowrun, and you know what? I've read 5th edition Shadowrun now, and 1st edition Shadowrun, and it doesn't fucking matter at all, does it? It's, it's the same goddamn game. They just pile more shit in there. They, oh, yeah. It's, it's the mulligan stew it's, of RPGs. Yeah, it's the hobo stew of RPGs. It's like at some point, someone started with Shadowrun 1st edition, and then someone and that was threw a nice a, bone that they yeah, just threw they in They found a bra. bone, someone threw a boot in there. Handful of D6s, an extra handful for fun. Two but, people showed up yeah. with different magic systems, and they were like, fuck it, throw them both in yeah, there. Just get <laughs> extra magic systems. Let's, let's put a Technomancer in here. People will figure out what that shit is. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> so that seems to be the general case. So what we'll do is we'll start with the super basics of what Shadowrun is and how it works. And I don't know why, because there's no one in here who doesn't know that. This is a big old dinosaur of RPGs. But basically, it's the cyberpunk RPG, uh, outside of, I guess, Cyberpunk 2020. I gotta say, I vastly prefer Shadowrun to any of the, like, just humans. Uh, fair just enough, Just humans yeah. can eat a dick. <laughs> that goes for every human in here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I forget when this originally started. It was sometime in the 80s, and the nice thing about Shadowrun is that it's kept the aesthetic over the years. Uh, it's still the cyberpunk future of the 80s. It still feels very Reaganish in, in tone and, and uh, structure when, you, when you're reading through the game and you see the, oh, everyone's still carrying around a keyboard that doesn't have letters on it because that's way more efficient. Uh, everyone's plugging stuff into the back of their head it, instead of, you know, we're just looking at iPhones. The cyberpunk future just doesn't look as cool as it used to. It's true. I, I really want to have just the regular cyberpunk aesthetic of like, what is this? I got a big chunky keyboard in the back of my brain. I need to jack into the net. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is really funny because like we'll run into like roles sometimes like, oh, how do I get from point A to point B? And it's like, oh, do I have the navigation equipment? But like now we can just like pull up. I know, right? Map. So, like, so the the book itself is already outdated in the technology that is it is envisioning for like sixty years in the future. Oh yeah, what's that Catherine Zeta Jones movie where they're like lawyers? Entrapment? In, no, not the one where you see her butt and she does the laser duck. duck. Zorro? They, no, it's, it's I don't even know if it's her. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have started with that. It's it's the one where they're like lawyers and they have to go into like a cyberpunk like office. They have to go into a virtual office and walk down a fucking long hallway and open drawers in the virtual space and it takes like 20 fucking minutes. Is this a dream you had? (laughs) It might be. It was definitely Unix, a system I know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Was it Lawnmower Man? (laughs) Are you thinking of Lawnmower Man? I am. I'm thinking of Catherine Zeta-Jones in Lawnmower Man. Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones was amazing in (laughs) Lawnmower Man. I think she played the titular Lawnmower Man. (laughs) I think... No, you're missing a comma. She played the titular Lawnmower Man... All right, so Shadowrun is a very interesting uh, proprietary system. It doesn't really feel like any other game system, uh, except for the whole rolling big handfuls of dice and looking for successes. Otherwise, the thing that makes it most notable when it comes to character design is definitely the priority system, where you have to choose which aspect of your character you're going to throw the most points at for fucking ever. Uh, We made characters in this, and it just took hours. I had to... At one point, I was sitting there writing stuff down, and I had filled a page, and I went, all right, well, fuck this. I'm going to buy, not buy, find a character generator online. Yeah. Use that. Still took me two hours after doing that. I'm like, uh, oh, good. I think there's this a chance. This is a good, solid system. There's a chance I made a mistake, because I started, I was like, ooh, someone who can fly little drones around. I'll make a drone rigger. This sounds fun. And I'd like to have a lot of little funny fun drones, so I'll do that. And then I realized that every drone requires a million little things you have to do and invest to generate the drone. The character requires all that. And by the end of it, I was like three in the morning on a, on a Wednesday, and I was like, man, I think I'm about halfway done with this character. 
I'll pick it up again in the morning. We'll put in a solid eight. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Matrix stuff? Or like, okay, so I want a guy who flies around with me, and he's got a gun or something. Maybe you want that. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but in order to do that, I'm using a Matrix action like using the internet to command him, but then if he's firing the gun, am I using my ability to fire a gun or am I using my ability to move this guy? And also how much does he cost and the logistics? I mean, the, the, the intense specifics you have to get to, mm-hmm. like do breed like really interesting, but like it's exhausting. Like, and you have to like, like maneuver it yourself. It feels like you have to kick down doors to make things happen for you sometimes. In that well, game. Because so many of the systems are so interconnected. I mean, yeah. like with the little robot guy, you're like, all right, I've spent 12 hours and I've built three robots. I can only control one of them at a time. One I of them is named Lucky. I, built three. <laughs> I have three robots and two of them sit here and the other one goes and does stuff. And then one comes back and the other one goes. I had a really cool character concept that turned out to not work at all. Oh no. Yeah. And then, if you want to control that, you have your own control system for it, but then someone else can hack it using a different system. Because mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got hacking systems and controlling systems, and then the hacking system is different from the being inside of the net instead of outside of the net system. Yeah. And if you're worried about your system being hacked, you can slave it to another part of your system or create a network of chunks so that you have to re- increase your defense, and then you have to choose whether you're going to hot sim or cold sim when you go and into then the, the net. The blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a true story from, <laughs> from, from the flight here. Uh, when I sat down, uh, we, were, we came from San Diego, because like, we live there, of course. Uh, I sat down. We managed to snag exit rows. Very lucky. The person who sat down next to me, uh, after about a minute of folding his fancy-ass airplane sport coat, uh, turned to me and said, as if it was a common ca- uh, conversation starter, Bitcoin or blockchain? <laughs> and that was, that was, his, it was his lead-in. Was like, I like to imagine that that was like the airline version of like uh, fish or chicken. <laughs> like, would you like Bitcoin or blockchain? With Bitcoin Southwest blockchain? Airlines, you're not going to get any of either. But, but yeah, I mean, he was just like Bitcoin or blockchain. And I was like, it took me about three I'm sorry's before I realized that that was what he, because he kept repeating himself and increasing the volume to the point where he was just like, Bitcoin or blockchain, bro? You fuck crypto. <laughs> And finally, I had to be like, I uh, was not on that wagon. I have no idea. Please, please turn around and ask the guy on the other side. I'm sorry, business douche. I do not understand your language. <laughs> this dude was like 25. He had to be the only person on the airplane from Indianapolis to here under 40 who literally had never heard of Gen Con. Because he like, lives here. He lives here. He's from India. He had so many questions. He was, he was reading a book called How I Became an Internet Millionaire. This guy can eat the fattest part of my ass. <laughs> He asked to borrow my pencil so we could underline parts of it. He what? was he was so excited. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he talking to you through the whole Oh my flight? god. Oh, once he realized I was a podcaster, yes, cuz oh. I I was uh, I had the the the, the uh, screen open here and I was doing some stuff. And he looks and goes, "Oh, you podcast? Hey, what do I need to YouTube?" <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is we we have YouTube. We we put some of the old episodes on YouTube, sure, but I don't know how. I mean, I don't, we don't shoot any video, obviously. Look at us. I, I, I love that you paid for Wi-Fi and then just started fucking Amazon looking up equipment for him. Oh, yeah. I was just I helping him out. I'm like, what, what are you dude? doing? No, because he was like, because like, I did buy a webcam at one point. I thought I was going to point it at board games or some shit. And I was like, oh, uh, we got this Logitech, whatever. I don't, and he's like writing it down diligently oh and God. underlining it. He's, oh, the MX-1710. Yes, of course. <laughs> dude, you've just birthed like the new Steve Jobs of like YouTube. I hope he remembers me. That, that would be something special. This award goes out to that fat guy I sat next to on a plane. He was desperate to play Stardew Valley, and I would not let him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like we were saying, there's priorities when it comes to Shadowrun. You have A, B, C, D, and E. Uh, each one of them gives you a set number of points or new yen or skill categories or magic types. Or- yeah, because you, you pick uh, attribute points, your race your uh, whether you're magic or not, how many skill points you get, and how much your starting money is. And so whatever priority is, you'll get better in that. If you want to be certain races, you have to go higher. Like, if you want to be a troll, you have to at least put an A or B into your race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to be a human, you can, you be can an e. just 
put E in there and not give a fuck. The free giveaway is magic. If you don't want to be magic, you just stick it in E at the bottom and you're not magic and it's fine. Because this game uses magic as kind of a skill unlock. If you if you put any priority at all into magic, you have access now to the magic skill system. Uh, because magic works just like skills. You roll an attribute plus the relevant skill and then you do a million other things and then maybe you cast a spell or two spells. Or maybe you glitch. Or you could glitch. Yeah, you could glitch real hard, which is when you roll a number of ones in your big handful of dice equivalent to half of the big handful of dice. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, how often... Uh, Gan, let me ask you a real question here. Mm-hmm. We listened to Neo... I tried to listen to Neo Scum all the and way it over. it was just garbage. I'm, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> fucking terrible. That's, th- this is why we're announcing that we're going to be moving over to the Akatacon network today. I, we just... We need to brand. I'm sorry, you had to find out. No, we actually. I tried to listen to Neo Scum all the way over. We really, I, I really enjoyed it. I couldn't listen to it as much as I would like because this dude next to me had no concept of what headphones are, do, or represent. Mm, mm. Uh, I had the biggest possible headphones, and I might as well have been any woman on a subway, because because he was just like so podcasting, and I was like, sorry, what? So podcasting? Yes, no, I, I do podcast. Do you make any money doing that? I, I make a small amount of money doing that. Yes. Wow, you got to start somewhere, am I right? Blockchain. Okay, thank. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't I mean, think he the. Sounds really cool. Yeah, he was fast. At, he was fast. I, I'm. I don't think the whole episode's going to be about this guy. I'm not making any promises. Maybe, yeah. Oh yeah. But no, so, to the, get so to the question, Shadow Run. If you want a cryptocurrency, <laughs> what I wanted to ask Gannon is how much does this come up when you actually play Neo Scum? Like, how much do you follow all this stuff? Uh. Uh, like, what, like all of this stuff? All of it. Like, how much of these like, rules... Rules-wise, how much are you like, fuck this? Uh, I try to follow everything, like, as much as I can hold in my head, but mm-hmm. when it comes to speed, like, sometimes it's just, like, gotta make an executive decision right away or else flow just completely gets ripped, just, like, totally shredded. But, but uh, you know, like... You cut corners a lot. Like, I yeah, can't... Yeah. If I followed every single Matrix rule, like... Like it would be a long, long, long podcast. <laughs> a lot of breaks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. I, I was just curious. I mean, I I know that normally when you're making good AP, you more or less have to set aside about half of any given book because otherwise you're just going to get bogged down in rules and, yeah, and everyone's yeah. going to be figuring out where they are in the initiative track order and everything like that. But this one to me, I was like, wow, this is a real challenge to do as an AP. There is so much going on here that you have to keep in the brain. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, to like the credit of my brain, mm-hmm. which sure, sure. like hold on to like <laughs> as much of that, like, like okay, Blair's... You know, he's the Decker. He's, he's hopping into the Matrix. Uh, okay, like, I know that there's a role that exists right here. It's probably, like, him doing the action to make the thing happen. We are honoring that by having him do that role. And then we're just, like, going into what it is. Right. Does. We could just probably say it's logic and sleaze or something right. like that. Yeah, Let's yeah, move yeah. on. It's some number right, of right, dice right, and right. some threshold. So, okay. Once you've figured out your priorities, and it's probably best to really think about them before you go into them, because the priorities are no joke. The high end is super high, the low end is super low. Like a new yen, I think it's the high end gets, if you get an A in there, you get 540,000 new yen to play with. And if you put an E into that, you get, I think it's 8,000, 5,000 5, new yen. So there's, there's, it's a real, real big difference. And, it, and what that means is you almost always under, are going to put A or B into statistics if you can get away with it. Oh, yeah. Because you need those. Those are going to be the most expensive thing to branch out with further. Uh, so the other ones you can buy are attributes, race, skill category, uh, new yen, and the last one is magic. I think that's all of them. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, you remember how I said all of them like a couple of minutes no, ago? No, you know I don't remember. I know. You're a fucking goldfish. You bring that up for me. Come on. So, the stats are body. Agility, reaction, strength, willpower, logic, intuition, charisma, uh, uh, presence. You don't know. You don't, there's way too many of them. You have no idea what there is. Uh, but there are a million of them. You can put points into them. They all start at one. I believe if you put A into it, you get 24 points to play with. Oh, they don't all start at one. Oh, that's right. Edge if starts at two. If you're one of the cool races, yeah. like a troll or an orc, you'll you should start be. higher. Because why would you play something that's not a rad race in this game? I mean, I guess because you have to put an E somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, trolls end up being... Let's talk about the various races and what they are. Yeah. Trolls are my jam, 100%. Big. It's... Strong. Oh, yeah. They're big mood. <laughs> they've, <laughs> they've got big dick energy. Uh, you know, actually, John, if I, I've been thinking... I've heard that big dick energy thing a lot, and I'm still not sure what it is, but I've been meaning to float a concept to you, which is... Uh, please, please do. Please I, float a concept to me. I, I call it big energy dick. Is that... <laughs> so a lightsaber, then. <laughs> but, but with balls. 
But it's good. A, uh, it's got to have balls on there, or else it's not a big energy. Dip. No, it's a, it's and it's a lightsaber with balls. And honestly, I'm I'm amazed that this isn't already a huge thing. Who's in, who's in charge of Star Wars right now? Is it like Bob Iger? <laughs> can we call him? Bob? Is it Kathleen, something or other. We Bob, can call you Bob. Need to sit down. I got an idea for you. <laughs> I'm about to change your world. I'm about to turn checkers into chess because we're changing the game. Bob, we got a lot of balls in the air right now. Bob, the balls are in your court. <laughs> and the real question is, where do you put them? I mean, let me ask, okay, where do you think? Oh, okay, do they come out with the lightsaber? Like, do the balls come out and drop down in the front with the lightsaber? Or are we doing like a truck nut thing where they come out the back of the lightsaber? The bottom. Or you could have it, like, be a Kylo Ren where, like, one ball goes out either side. Oh, yeah, the cross guard balls? Yeah. That's like a trainer thing. That's, that's the kind of lightsaber that comes with a safe word. Or you do one of those, like, old man dangly ones, and it's almost like the double-bladed lightsaber, <laughs> but you whack someone in the face with light balls. Oh, consider balls on both sides. <laughs> consider oh. the double balls. Again, Bob, please, if you're standing, sit down. If you're, st- if you're sitting, stand up, because this is going to change Star Wars. Or at least the toy industry. <laughs> So, okay, you put a number of points into these attributes. Each point represents a die later on uh, because the way that this game works is you get big old crazy handfuls of dice and you roll them. And the, very, the most basic, simple method to how to play this game is check for the number of fives and sixes you roll. Also check for the number of ones you rolled. If you don't roll any successes at all and you roll a one, that's a glitch. If you roll at least half ones, that's a glitch. And you can get away from these horrible glitches, which are just a random thing the DM deems would be bad for you to happen to you, happens to you, or by spending edge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, if, if you've got, if you're rolling like a million dice, like, you're not, you're probably not going to critically glitch. Critically glitching usually happens when it's like, oh, I don't have any skills in swimming, so I'm going <laughs> to swim one, one, six. Yeah. You're done. It's you practically know? a mechanic to keep people from just trying everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I might critically succeed. Let's just roll some dice and see what happens. Right. Yeah. So. It's the, ba- the other mechanic it has for that is the limiting factor, since you do have so many dice that you roll, is you have a threshold of what you can use. Yes. Ah, the threshold. Remember that threshold. Yeah, the threshold was the hardest thing for me to get my head around. Basically, you have to run a little calculation to determine what the upper limit of successes you can get from any given die roll is. You have three thresholds per character, usually, uh, that are like your physical, mental, and social uh, stats. That, and each one of those will give you a threshold that's the maximum number of successes. So even if you roll 25 dice, you can probably get four or five successes successes out of that pile but even if you do have an upper threshold of say like five in physical and you want to go hit someone now the threshold has changed because you're using a weapon and the weapon has its own threshold yes accuracy fun yeah (laughs) well you got a lot of different threshold (laughs) numbers you got dice numbers you got to check all your ones your fives your sixes it's one of those games that comes with like a six page character sheet yeah you were talking about like which kind of go the wayside you know sometimes thresholds ah forget to check how we got a seven that's fun let's it's, go <laughs> they, they don't feel i mean just thinking as a feel observation they don't feel like a fun mechanic no they're not yeah it's a limit on how rad the thing you do can be yeah. and that's all it is it's like oh I, I just got eight hits okay you have four counts yeah like, that's a bummer it's oh, it, it's good. definitely kind of a sad situation i um, mean at least if there was a like, oh, you can only count four, but if you get extras, you can do something with them? Yeah, if they yeah. rolled into something oh, else, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great way to build edge. You know, at that point, you just do it like the Star Wars uh, Fantasy Flight one, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, this turns into advantages or something. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> the thing that really drove me nuts about the, this mechanic is that there isn't a low threshold. I was kind of hoping to see a low success threshold. Like, if you have mm. a million dice you can throw at one problem, why not set a low success? Like, you can't get less than two successes rolling this. Because what that would do is enable you to skip a lot of boring parts of the game. Mm. If you like, say, for every four dice I have, I get a success. I have 12 dice. Great. Yeah. But then again, we're not in the business of fixing games, just appointing them and laughing them. So. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's see. The next thing we have to talk about is the classes. Because this game is classless, technically. I mean... Oh, actually, I guess we never really finished talking about races, did we? I'm just scattershot. We don't do live stuff, usually. Uh, there are several more races. Yeah, normally, There's... we would pause right now, and I'd be like, Jeff, you're an idiot. Go calm down. <laughs> Go take a dump or something, and then come back. <laughs> That's what like, it was. That's it. <laughs> There's dump all the way up to here, and it's yeah, messing. That's why shit keeps coming out of your mouth. Messing up my system. There are orcs in the game. You can play as orcs, elves, dwarves, dwarves. and trolls. And back when I played this game in first edition a million years ago, I played as a Sasquatch, and I don't remember how. 
uh, he was flat a, books? Uh, no, I think it was in the core book. I think there was just. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the core, but yeah, there's like offshoots. Like yeah, there's like, there's like fairies and, and like shit. Fairies and all this. I remember he like ran the sound for a band or something. He was like he was a Sasquatch That's with cool. a good ear. He's like a roadie. Yeah, he's basically like a roadie. Yeah, had a van that he hung around in. He called himself Van Squatch. Van Squatch. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that we ever actually did a mission. And I, and I don't know if that's regular for Shadowrun or not. I, 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 that's my one Shadowrun experience is we, we took three adventures to do nothing. I think we just kept introducing yeah, new characters. That's consistent. Yeah, that's okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> There's even a little random run generator here I'm looking at. The runners go to meet. Actually, this, this is fun. No, this is fun. Yeah, yeah this, is like, this is like Mad Libs. All right, from the audience, can I please get a noun? A hot dog. That, uh, hot dog. All right, so the runners go you to meet. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to use it for everything. Yeah. The runners go to meet a hot dog for the next job. They are hired by a hot dog for hot dogs, targeting hot dogs. The run gets complicated when mustard. <laughs> so that's fun. I like that. That's a little adventure system they built into the back of the book here. I'll be honest. I made it as far as the character sheet, and I pieced out. I'll be honest. I got four pages in and went, fuck it. There was a, I mean, to be fair, there is a point when we do what we do. We have about two weeks to read these books, and this time we didn't because our last episode came out two days ago, uh, where we realized there's only about an hour's worth of content that we can possibly make a show of, and there's about 18 hours worth of content in this book. We could spend forever talking about how every little magic system works, hermetic traditions and shamanistic traditions. and There's so, many there's so much crap. Modifiers in yeah. this I'm game. I'm pretty sure you can summon Coily the Spring Sprite in this game. <laughs> no springs! <laughs> well, there are internet sprites if you're there a technomancer. Are, yeah, there are internet sprites. They're the ones that come with Lyman, I no think. No porn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coily the internet sprite. I never realized how important porn was to my life. That's really weird. You'd it, think you'd know that. It runs my car. <laughs> Why, I can't golf without it. I'll never promise to, to, to abhor porn again. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was the promise of Google Glass. <laughs> uh, so orcs, <laughs> so shadow run. Orcs are like trolls, but less so. Um, yeah, it's right there in the uh, monster manual. When you go to orcs, it says see trolls only less so. <laughs> I mean, yes, they have a whole different subculture and so on. But when you're in a hurry, they're basically just trolls with slightly less of the same bonuses. Are you sure they're not humans with slightly more? No, no, I'm pretty... Wait, no, I'm wait. not... Sh- hang on, shit. Wait. Oh, oh, fuck, my mind is blown! <laughs> dwarves are dwarves, and elves are elves, and elves are, of course, the one that has somehow managed to be kicking around for the past thousand years, but in hiding. I like there's a lot of interesting ways that humans are in the system because they have, like, elf posers and orc posers of humans they're like, those guys are cool. I want to be like oh, them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Qualities, which is actually you know, one of the best parts of the darn system. Uh, yeah, this game has a quality and... and disequality. Disqu- disequality the system. Unquality. Yeah. <laughs> Where you can... Uh, the unquality. Yeah. If you've been listening since the beginning, you remember that I probably used to straight up hate those uh, benefit and flaw systems because nine times out of ten, they're heavily abusable. Uh, this one isn't as bad. You, the... The, uh, the bonuses you can pick up from it aren't amazing, and the penalties you can get from it are interesting. Uh, although the character I built did have a mild allergy to seafood, which was perfectly acceptable. And I, I don't know yeah. if, how often it was going to come up, but I was playing to play her as forgetful. You, and then that gives you a little bonus. Yeah. You can shoot guns better. Yeah, oh, I know. So good at shooting buns. Can, like, you know, that was that's my favorite. Is you can get 25 points out yeah. of like, I have an extreme allergy yeah. to seafood. If I eat clams... I will die. Yeah. However, you know, I will beat the shit yeah, out of you. And you know, my brother's one of those people who's got a seafood allergy, and he has to carry the EpiPen with him and stuff, and I am almost certain he is better with guns than I am. <laughs> so almost certain. I, I think it does check out. Yeah. I mean, we haven't checked recently, but, but last time, we, like two years ago, we checked, and yeah, he's still better with guns, and I am still not allergic to seafood. Wow. So. Give it time. I hear that changes <laughs> after pregnancy. Now that you've got a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I carried the kid to term. It was a wonderful and magical nine months. Oh yeah, everyone, you don't realize it. He's a seahorse. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> carried her in my mouth, <laughs> and then burst her forth into the water to pay no attention to her further. <laughs> Plus several more. Okay. Uh, after that, we got to talk about the classes. Like I was saying earlier. Now this game again is a classless system. There really isn't much, but there's classes. Yeah. 
there's ba- there, there really are kind of archetypal classes that if you try to go outside of, the game will gently shove you right back in there. Uh, the classes basically are Decker, which is the internet hacker of the far future of 2075. You all right? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I have said something. Well, yeah, if you try to go out, it's going to shove you right back in there. That's what she said. <laughs> that was worth doubling back. Yeah, of course. We had to go back because I was giggling about you a dick joke. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so deckers are the hackers of the far future of 2075. Technomancers are deckers, but they don't need a deck. Instead, they cast magic internet spells and summon spring sprites. And yeah, I, I still don't understand them. I don't understand what the... I'm sorry. Like, I've, I've looked it up. <laughs> I've read through the technomancer thing, and it's like, yeah, you can do sprites. Like, you, you get it. You can, you can make yeah, sprites. you can summon sprites. You, follows, you know, you can make them analyze... They're so refreshing. It's like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, you have to refresh. Like, I, <laughs> I summoned the Uncola. I follow, like, okay, you can access the internet with your mind. Uh, and then you have, like, magical dominion over the internet. But what the heck are these darn sprites doing? As far as I can tell, they're basically, like, if a rigger is an internet mage, mm. then the technomancer is the internet shaman. Ah, uh, yes. Good, good brain. <laughs> That sounds like you're giving a 90s speech on how the internet works. Like, like <laughs> Thank the, you for next, coming to yeah, my TED Talk. The, yeah, the next thing you were going to say is something about the information superhighway. Here on the World Wide Web. <laughs> you could, there are th- over three things to do. <laughs> you could store 16 megabytes. <laughs> I've got a 512K head chip. All right, so after Technomancers and the general internet, there's also the rigger, who is the driver of the game. Back when I played this in first edition, he literally had to drive cars, and it was a terrible class because unless car driving was needed, he was just waiting in the car. The thing is, for every one of the things, like because you have the rigger and the decker and all those, there has to be an entire subsystem for that class to be useful. Yeah. So there's an entire vehicle combat chart. There's two. There's a whole drive. There's a whole drone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Riggers have drones now. Yeah, they have cute little drones, drones. which is good. It's a great idea. They get to do more. Yeah. (laughs) The more excited about anything, the higher my voice gets. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, there's the street samurai, the, uh, the chromed-up badass who's got all these cyberware and hacks people up with monofilament blades and katanas and what have you. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's your friend who wears a trench coat and has a katana. Yeah, it's that guy. Except he's actually cool now for some reason. <laughs> it's the hat. It's the hat. It's always the hat. <laughs> it's the, if it's not the hat, it's the kilt. It's a trilby. <laughs> After that, we've got the various types of mage in this game. We've got shaman, we've got the actual mage, we've got the adepts. I love adepts. I love being a troll adept, because then I just get to be a punch wizard, and it's all I want to do with It's my another life. reincarnation of Helga the Punch Witch. Oh, yeah. Helga the Punch Troll is amazing. Yeah. It's a great way to play a character. If you, it's, honestly, it might be one of the better characters in this game, because building it is such a snap. Oh, yeah, because most of the powers for... Like any of the casters have, like, oh, you need to worry about how many power points you're going to spend, and what's the level you're going to cast a spell at, and can I do a certain thing? Whereas Adept is just like, I buy kill hands, my hands kill now. <laughs> I've got fist skin, my skin is fists. <laughs> if you hug me, I punch you. <laughs> also, my spell does that. <laughs> yeah. So adepts are pretty fun. They're basically people who just use magic to enhance themselves. Uh, they come in a variety of styles, mostly punchy or shooty. Or Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you also get Ryan styles. The mockery is the other type of classic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, after adepts, I don't know. Where are we going from here? There's face. Yeah, there's the face. High charisma. He's going in. He's talking to people. He throws the dice on the table. He's like, you know, he's like the cool. He's like the George Clooney Ocean's Eleven guy. Yeah, he's going to be the one that the DM's going to give a hard time because the DM. I really like that's the the face walks into a meeting with someone who's like dice. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> that's a real Let's power go. move. Oh yeah, you walk into a meeting and you're like, "What up, dice?" <laughs> At that point, you've got control of the situation. Give it I a mean, shot. It would really work because I, I would want to stop and see what he rolled. Like, like, like I'd need to know. Oh my god, he has so many successes. How many of those can you count? <laughs> Well, it'd be even better if it wasn't Shadowrun dice at all. 
If you just react to the handful of like fudge dice or some shit, it's like what? What? Okay, I plus one. I guess you succeed at this job interview. Huh? I not, guess you're hired. Not by much, though. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to pay you a lot. <laughs> and that's the economy. <laughs> Did you see the Merle's thing this morning? Or yesterday, actually. He tweeted, Mike Merle's, the, the author of 5th Edition D&D, had a tweet that went out yesterday that was like, I have a great new idea for my game. I have a big handful of those fate fudge dice, and whenever my players want, I just let them roll a handful of them. And if they get more pluses than minuses, something good happens. And if they get more minuses than pluses, something bad happens. You guys should try this in your game. Holy shit, Mike Merle's, you invented the coin flip. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's take something from another game and use it to run a coin flip. You know, honestly, if he wants to do that, he should use the one from Cinnabar. Because Cinnabar had the, the I don't know what to do resolution mechanic of the DM rolls percentile dice and then the player rolls percentile dice in an attempt to roll under the DM's percentile dice, which is four dice to do a coin flip. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. It is. it is. It is objectively the best possible way to roll those dice. Okay, is there anything other than face that we need to talk about? What other classes were there? Yeah, that's it, man. We got them? Yeah, Technomancer, Decker, that's it. All right, good. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good. We got them all. <laughs> Out there, someone's like, no, fuck. <laughs> you shit. You fuck, man. <laughs> Uh, all right. It's me. I'm the one out there doing it. Oh, that. what is it? Because what's the class we missed? I don't know. Oh, shit. You, maybe... I mean, you know, they get specialized. Like, I'm a gun mage. I'm a, you know, yeah. a rock star. I got points. On oh, my God. That was a thing in the first edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was even a character for it where you got like you played like an elf with a guitar and she was dressed like punk gem. <laughs> it was, cool. Isn't gem dressed like punk gem? No, gem is glam gem. Yeah, oh, the misfits are punk. Yeah, that's right. Misfits are punk gem with their motorcycle guitars. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but it was the elf rock star in the first one was wearing those kind of jean shorts that are almost a bathing suit, like where the where the hem has started to go up. Mm. Yeah, it was rad. It was yeah, super yeah. rad. She was she was a character that you would not want to play in that edition because face didn't matter as much, but yeah. but Lord knows you could. All right, after that, you've got to deal with your skill system. This game has a two-tier skill system. You can buy points in individual skills, or if you've invested heavily in skills for your priority category, you can get whole skill packages. Uh Big. Big skill packages. Big skill packages. Actually, they're not. They're, they're three skills, and in one case, four skills. Uh, it, for each point of skill category you put into that skill, you get one point in each one of those skill ca- points. So really, it's like just getting three points, three skill points, but you can't spend them wherever you want. Yeah, it's great. It's I great. It. It's awesome. It's the best thing. I love not being able to choose things. That's all I want in a game. I, honestly, in this game, I could do with a little less choosing things. <laughs> it's true. I feel like random roll tables in this. <laughs> there's so many tables in this, and there's nothing where I can roll randomly to see what race I am. Oh, that, yeah. that would be nice. It just would be just nice. one little table at the beginning. I like to have to have to make them for uh, for the game because it's more easier to generate. Like when you can just go, okay, something happens. Yeah, I mean at yeah, least don't give it to you. At least this game has the one thing. Whenever you see these games that have the huge character creation system that takes forever, the the one thing you want to see at the end is a bestiary, because there are a lot of games like this that we've read, we've reviewed where like there's endless amounts of character creation and then what's the villain characters you create you have to you have to, you have to go and make a few more it'll, it'll it'll take time but trust me it's worth it and don't try to reuse them and don't template them your players are going to notice they're, they're, why is every guard the same everyone, because fuck you that's why jerry <laughs> just once can we find one that's good at philosophy <laughs> uh, all right then you've got the magic system yeah there are a, mul- a variety of things that make up the magic system based on the different types of traditions of magic that you may wish to choose from. Uh, there's the hermetic tradition, which is kind of the traditional mage. They, they shoot fire at people, and, and they, they create shield. They're basically the magic of a game on Steam. Uh, then you've got the shamans, and they're basically ones who summon all kinds of shit and cover the table with it and make the game take longer. <laughs> and I'm sure there are more. I believe no, that's the, it. That's oh, wait, it's, yeah, the adepts. I think they, they like, have like, some... like. But those are like the this, two main ones. You have yeah. to choose this one or this one. Did I go to college? Did I learn in a shack? Yeah. You know. Am I a Native American who, as soon as the world ended, decided to take off all my clothes again? I fucking love that shit. God damn it, Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah, they were Native like, American stuff oh, rough. Native Americans got their magic back, and they took all of America back. You're like, really? That's rad. I'm all for that. That's a great way to tell the story. But as soon as they're like, and you know what's great is the clothes we wore 600 years ago. You know Let's what go- I want to do? Take off my shirt, put on a bone fetish, and then take over the government. <laughs> like, I don't 
maybe. Sure. It's, it, it's just it's it's a weird trope you see in, in role playing games where when Native Americans matter, it's always because they're like, and then they went back to the cowboy days and they took over. And you're like, why? Why did? What? Yeah, they're, they're painting with super broad strokes. Yes, all that stuff. I really actively like, you know, <laughs> like yes, it's cool to, treat, but also it's like, it's, what's the land they take back? It's the land that's like, oh, it's not you know San Francisco, it's not Los Angeles, it's not New York. Don't be crazy. It's like this the middle part. Like, oh yeah, they the get the thing. entire it's Midwest. Just, you know, it's. It's, yeah, it's just small-minded, like ah, you know, you get this, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool. I I love the idea. The idea is pretty. It's, neat, it's but there's no specificity. To yeah, it. and there's no. It's it's a broad brush is the real yeah, problem yeah, you yeah. see with it. every Native American you encounter in this game is like, and I am going to dress like Iron Eyes Cody, and I am going to cry about trash. And you're like, no, they they have they have so many potential options they could be exploring. Also, it's my job to cry about trash. <laughs> so, so that's uh, I guess that's the shamanic tradition. Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. After that, I, I guess there's gear to talk about because this uh, game is the gear porniest game. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the this is the only game that was eliminated by the porn sprite because of the gear porn. It's there is there are so many friggin' guns and little things you can buy, and every one of them comes in a rating scale from one to five. And yeah, you can turn yourself into a dang robot. Get a bunch of. Yeah. Inside you. Yeah. Yeah, it, but then someone's gonna hack me. Then someone's gonna <laughs> hack you, and then that's it, buddy. I don't want that. Well, done. <laughs> it's a sad time for me. Gannon, what are the characters in your game? What, what's what's got, going on? We got Deck Rambo. He's basically started as a rigger, but he's sort of like a rigger face street samurai, if you want to like. See, what I like is like, you can flow. All, of us, all of us jumped into this. We got the book. We learned. I read it. I was like, oh, if I read this once, I'll get it. You know, no, I like have to read it yeah, every obviously. single time. I try to play. Uh, but uh, but it's like, oh, you know, we go in early. Let's just like do what we want to do rather than knowing exactly the right way to build all these characters. So we've got Deck Rambo, you know, he's... He's a uh, street. Oh, uh, what's up? Shout out Mike McDowell. Where is he? Uh, 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 With the yeah. Johnny Cage glasses. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, he's he's like uh, you know he's like a big trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell, uh, 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 MacGruber, uh, sort of like nasty boy. Um, uh, and, yeah, he, and, he calls and, you Miss Jackson because he is nasty. Oh yes, please. Uh, then we got we got Pox, who is an adept little elf lady, runs around with a big old sword and a monofilament whip, giving giving people the business. Loves candy, uh, kills rats. Uh, <laughs> uh, you gotta kill. That's one XP. Yeah, I mean, like the, I got a whole bag of them. You're gonna run into some rats. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Z. He's a decker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is cool. To, it's, it's cool to have just like one person like learn the rules of that a little bit better than you and be like, okay, I want to do this. I'm building a table so that we're basically hack proof and let me show you how all that works. And I just go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds great, dude. Right on. <laughs> I uh, feel like that's the only way you can really run Shadowrun is to be like, okay, everyone memorize their thing. Your stuff. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about literally anything else in the oh, book. Oh, yeah. Like, like, please, just if you know the rules, you tell me what to roll. You tell me if if it works out, we're golden, baby. As uh, the GM, your job is just to eyeball the number of fives and be like, yeah, yeah all right, looks, yeah. Looks, that's over three. <laughs> that means good. So let's, yeah, okay, that's cool. So then we got Tech Wizard, who is a magician. I think you'd technically call it a shamanic, uh, all the, just because he, what, he wasn't taught in the colleges. Okay. Sort of like self-taught. Uh, 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 yeah, and he's uh, uh, yeah, he's he does he does all the magic. Stuff. He's got he's lightning bolts. He's got lightning bolts. He's he's casting confused mass confused and stuff like that, and he's really pumped up in that area, so he can really. It's also kind of cool not knowing how to play when you get into it because you find out how you can be better. Like, turns out like he's super powerful in all these ways, and then as we go, it's like, oh shoot, I can like win every single time just by learning how to play the game better. Yeah. I thought uh, it uh, seems uh, like it's advantageous to have system mastery. I suppose so. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, no. we have never done that before. <laughs> wow, congratulations! 128 episodes, we haven't used that bit. What a new joke! <laughs> new vistas in front of me. You know, I was I was listening on the plane. I was listening to episode thirty, and I was I was amazed. I, it really wrapped up for me what it felt like to try and read this game in two weeks. Was uh, everyone was on a big truck ride through Colorado, mm-hmm. and and uh, Dak Rambo was quite wounded. He was got, he was shot, yeah. and uh, and 
they were like, you were saying, don't you guys want to rest? Would you like to rest? And someone, I forget who had said it, but they were like, wait, resting is a thing in this game? <laughs> how, how do I affect the concept of resting? What, what, what do we do here? What's the next, how do I rest? What, yeah. What's the button? And <laughs> I was like, wow, how did that not come up yet? <laughs> They never got bonked that much. Uh, They're always before. on the go. No time to rest, baby. <laughs> Just running with the devil. But but uh, but yeah, that's the kind of thing I, I felt when I was listening. I was like, okay, that's that makes me feel better that I might not know maybe four or five percent of what this game is at, at, at present because people who've been playing it professionally also don't really, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just throw yourself into the ocean of the game and you mm-hmm. let it drag you around and you try and keep your head above water and then it's like, okay. That's two hours. We're done All right. recording. All right. Well, I want I want to have some room at the end of this episode for a little extra business. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump to the end now. A little some heavy. A little business. heavy business. <laughs> a little Clint Howard's heavy business. Okay. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everybody at the table what their favorite, least favorite thing is about Shadowrun. I'll start with uh, with our guest. Yeah. What's hey. your favorite thing about Shadowrun? You know Fifth what? edition. I gotta say, I think I like the qualities the most because uh, uh, I'm because coming, of the wonderful things. It because does. of the because I because I'm coming in from like a storytelling perspective and like an improv background. So like, if it's like okay, you have this thing that you can actually like role play and play in the room that like makes very tangible sense, and then also has like mechanics that play into it too. Creates a more roundabout character, creates a more interesting story, creates some neat propulsion. So that's my favorite part. Least favorite part is probably like. Uh, uh, maneuvering through the like labyrinthine, yeah, like yeah, it's labyrinth, yeah, labyrinthine, labyrinthine, uh, like uh, matrix rolls, magic rolls, combat. God help you, like like we do so much combat in a truck, like you have to like roll like three or four different things just to figure out, you know, like where the bullets going. Like, oh yeah, you have uh, trajectories for things, and oh, you dude. have to make vehicle dodges as well as personal dodges. Yeah, man, oh, if there's geez. just like one or two less dice rolls, then we would be really, it would be really jamming. If this game was. It's so labyrinthine that I feel like every fifth page has David Bowie's bulge on it. And oh, no, that was me. I put that in. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank no, you. You, look at the you knew me. You know what I want. That was the only way I was going to get you to read it. <laughs> it's like putting the dog's medicine in peanut butter. <laughs> you can get me to read anything if you wrap it in David Bowie's package. John, your favorite thing about Shadowrun, and conversely, your least favorite thing. Uh, best thing in Shadowrun, definitely for me... I love the setting, the way that it uses fantasy elements. Uh, I like the idea of, you know, the cyberpunk dystopian future and all, but I really love having the random like, oh, the leader of this corporation is a dragon, and that's why he's the leader, because no one can tell him he's not. (laughs) He just showed up and he's like, fuck you, I'm the CEO, and they're like, well, you're a dragon, so I guess you are. Shit. Also, I see here you matriculated at Choate. <laughs> uh, so that would be my favorite. I love having just a little twist on the normal genre. That would be my favorite bit about it. Least favorite thing has just, God, God character creation is such a yeah. fucking chore. It is just hours of going through tables. And if you know what you want to do and it's a very simple concept then at least you can finish in like an hour. But if you have like a mage or a rigger or anything like that, you have to spend so much time with all of these subsystems and it's just not worth it No, all. I, I think ultimately, in my attempt to build a character, I realized I more or less built the template character, the drone rigger that was already in the book. And I was like, okay, I'm going to spend several hours working on this. And then I was done. I flipped through, oh, pre-gens. And here's the Ah, dro- oh, shit. Uh, I could have just uh, lied. I, uh, I, that, this would have been so much faster for me. I could have had a nap. It's like they already figured out the math and did it for you, and then they just sort of quietly encourage you to keep doing it. Uh, it's, I mean, that's honestly a mark of pretty good game design. If, if it's om- obvious what the optimal paths are and it's easy to get your, uh, your character built, it shouldn't take so long, though. So, uh, anyway, my favorite thing about this game. Uh, yeah. I, I'm actually going to agree with John here. I like that for a cyberpunk game, this is a really fantasy-heavy cyberpunk, and it's, it keeps going off into the margins. There's, like, centaurs and fairies and shit just wandering around out there for you to find and explore. And if you're playing it right, you can play it in such a way that you find centaurs and fairies in the woods, and they're like, hey, what's up, Bitcoin or blockchain? <laughs> uh, 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 
walked into the forest and I had these big headphones on. I just did not care. <laughs> just out there having a land party. Yeah. So uh, my least, I'm going to say my least favorite thing about this game is the priority system. It it feels a little choice paralysis-y. Uh, I mean, I understand that it's a cool idea. It's fun to have that level of flexibility and control over how many skill points you're going to get. But every time I try to make a character in this game, I come to that and I'm like, oh my god, if I put this here, then I don't get that there, and I hate. And, and uh, so uh, this is just a personal feeling thing. I don't feel like it actually detracts from the game, but the I get analysis paralysis so bad starting out character creation in this game because of the. Uh, priority system so for me that's just my least favorite but going around the table again would you play Shadowrun 5th edition I don't know what, what, what do you think would you would you ever I, is it possible could you yeah. would you could yeah, you I with guess, Mike Migdahl I guess so yeah <laughs> should you the, you know the, like you guys were saying the universe is compelling and it's like frustrating at times because the parts where I feel like it lacks like I mean it's a super relevant Environment. It's a super relevant, like, it's it's something you want to do. Wouldn't you want to be in the future with a katana? Like, yeah. Riding on top of a car, like, getting ready to slice someone's head off? Like, like it feels cool. So so for that, I will say yes. All right. John? Uh, yeah, I totally would. I would love to play some Shadowrun because I want to be Helga the Punch Troll. Like, that's <laughs> all I want in life. <laughs> that's like your literal life goal, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would also play Shadowrun, although I would really want someone to make everything for me. Uh, if I could just walk... I mean, they did, technically. There's pre-gen characters in there, so I'm, I'm good to go. I, I, oh, yeah, if I could just show up. Someone's already warmed my seat for me. They have a character. I have Julio roll my dice for me. <laughs> Lol, if you don't. Okay, so, yeah, we'd all play Shadowrun, as it turns out. That, that comes out to be a relatively positive recommendation. Oh, who the fuck knew? Yeah, wow. who possibly would understand that a big old juggernaut dinosaur ep- uh, or, uh, of the RPG industry would actually make an okay quality product that's not great, but is certainly playable. So. <laughs> Wait a minute, are we talking about D&D right now? Or? <laughs> we are always talking about D&D. And it's that's hand- my secret, Cap. <laughs> and it's handfuls of fudge dice, apparently. All right, so the reason I wanted to wrap this up early, we have a couple of really quick announcements to get into. Uh, first of all, people, if you have a blue Mazda, it's it, lights. Are- if you have a blue Mazda, congratulations, it won the Diana Jones Award last <laughs> night. The, the concept of the blue Mazda. <laughs> okay, uh, otherwise, uh, people have been asking us for a long time about Afterthought and whatever happened to it. And uh, the truth is we stopped doing it after a while just because we straight up ran out of skits to possibly record with two vaguely samey sounding dudes. Uh, but we thought of some more. Uh, so we are announcing that Afterthought is definitely going to be coming back in the, in, in the upcoming months. Um, and it's not going to take the place of anything. Expounded Universe and Movie Mastery are going to stay right where they are. It's going to be a monthly show. That way there's more time for fan base buildup. And it's going to be entirely Patreon-driven. It's going to be our first paywall-only and not just bonus content thing. Uh, which is weird because it means we're going to get letters from the, the people that subscribe to it only and for the people. It's going to get weird. It's going to be really... It's going to be a little more conversational than it's, it was yeah. before. It's going to be a little more artisanal. A lot more A little David, more bespoke, if you will. A lot more Bowie Bulge. Uh, basically as well. So that's, look forward to that. We, that'll be coming real soon. Uh, we also have the dice. They're going to be part of the same new level. Uh, we're going to have System Mastery dice rolling out just like the one-shot dice. Ah, rolling out. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Quit fishing for them. <laughs> Killing me. Uh, uh, otherwise, that was our big announcement. We do want to thank Mike, Mi- or Mike Migdahl for being we here in the audience. Thank Mike, Mike, thank you so Happy much. Happy birthday, yeah. Mike. If you would. It's his birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. That's, oh, it's, it's his birthday. birthday! Oh shit, we got to do the song. Ready? We got to do the, the official rest, every restaurant in the world birthday song. One, and two, two three. three. Happy, happy, happy birthday! birthday. Hey, it's a birthday, 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 birthday. Hey! And here's a piece of cake. Otherwise, we're going to open up the floor to questions now. So, if you've got any stuff you'd like to ask us, uh, fire away. I'm going to take it from Rich because I know who that is. Uh, so. All right, so I don't know if you're familiar with what this is. No. 
<laughs> it's uh, bullshit. Not really. Okay. So a long time ago, we started doing hot dog questions because John and I were driving home from Carl's Jr. or something, and and I was asking John hot dog questions. As we do, we can never stop making bits, yeah. even when we're people, not on. People mic. ask us routinely how we do the show, and it's just that we press record. Uh, and, and we and we continue to talk for approximately an hour, and then we press not record. And, and, and that's the button. That's not record. <laughs> not record. It's it's on mine. But uh, a hot dog question is a question where someone asks if someone would eat a hot dog, and then one of us takes the role of someone who has every conceivable possible answer about the hot dog. Uh, now, in this case, I'll take I'll take it on. Uh, the hot dog, the things we know so far, the hot dog has been congealing for an hour on a seat in front of Rich. Uh, would either of you be willing to eat the hot dog? You are welcome to ask me any question you want at all about the hot dog before you say yes or no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to really want to know heat on this one. Okay, don't are answer anything, Rich. Tepid? I got this. Or yeah. has it gone to cold? <laughs> I'm going to say that there's still a tepid core in the middle, about a pencil-thin width of hot dog that's the temperature of like the outside eighth of an inch of a Pop-Tart. Just like me! <laughs> It's the, the, the hot dog has mostly died inside, just like John. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so what are we talking? Are we talking ketchup? Are we talking Chicago? Oh, style? The, the classic topping question. Okay, uh, I don't know, and I can't see the hot dog from here, so I'm going to go ahead and answer that for you. It is a Chicago-style dog, but anything that could be a pickle is. So, it's got sport pickles, relish, pickle mustard, some pickled celery salt, all served on a pickle that's been cut in half like a bun. Is it a pickled hot dog? Oh, the hot dog itself, no. It's just an all-beef frank. Oh, okay. With a tepid core all of beef? almost dead heat. Uh, all beef, uh, there might be some goat in there. I'm not, I'm not going to say no. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'll live with that. Yeah. So all beef, all pickles, and pretty cold at this point. Medium cold. Good. All right. You guys want to answer? Would you eat that hot dog? I'll pass. Well, there you go. I'll take a bite out of that hot dog. It's all about the journey, people. The answer to the hot dog question is never all that good. Yes. Yeah, we'd all, we'd all eat the hot dog. <laughs> so, anyone else? Questions? Fire away. Uh, recently, you, you, you focus away. <laughs> <laughs> to being wrong about Swedish names? Yes. <laughs> oh, we're not mean. We're no, just no. accurate towards Australia. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I think that we have to view that Australia is a right and proper mistake made by the British in the 1800s uh, that has taken a long time to self-correct and in the interim has been poisoned by a wide variety of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Australia is basically Britain's oops all criminals. Oh, yeah, everything there is poisonous. I mean, I haven't been myself, of course, but from what I understand, everyone there is sort of a, a, a leathery fellow uh, sitting outside of a gas station and wrestling with the prime minister. Uh, over a matter concerning an onion. I'm not sure if that's right. Uh, that's that's what I mean. It sounds right, though. Prime Minister just goes by Andy. It just doesn't. No one's no, no one's sure if he has a last name or not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I think you're right. Probably right, though, in that we haven't been mean to British people enough recently. So maybe we should go back and and revisit our friends from from uh, across the pond. <laughs> See how the eel trade is doing, or whatever the fuck they do over there. I don't know. They Brexited real quick. Has it collapsed? <laughs> yeah, how is, there like is that going? A souffle in the cupboard right now? What's going on with Britain? <laughs> I think a souffle in the cupboard is the official dish of Great Britain. <laughs> you cook a perfect souffle, you lock it in a closet for several years, you put a dust ruffle around the bottom so no one thinks it has a butt. And then, uh, I don't know, you steal as much as you can from any other country, you put it in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? All right, the guy in the blue. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, that is the correct answer, given that it is the in-joke that we can't remember. Uh, that's, so, that's so Haven, I don't even think was even... Oh, that's right. Oh, we used I to have do, that shirt. That's right. We used to do the City of Violence thing. God, that has been forever since we've said that. People mostly get on our case about hot dog questions and donkey talk, which, by the way... Um, wait, is, is this an episode of Donkey Talk? Wait, hang on. Oh, shit, it is. Oh, sh- oh crap. Look at the time. Oh. <laughs> And 
and welcome back to Donkey Talk, the podcast where we talk about donkeys and nothing but donkeys, except also mules, I guess, occasionally. I'm Jeff, that's John, and joining us today, noted donkey biologist and expert, Gannon Reedy Donkey. Hey, really happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you sound like it. Oh, yeah, I can yeah, tell. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion, sir, on the donkey. I think they're good, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Shots fired. Shots fired. The the mule people will not hear of this. Hey, fuck them. Yeah, mule people, watch your fucking back. I'm coming for you. Let's are, go. Come are you on. willing to go on record about this? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Fuck all mules. Yeah, watch out. Won't even drink a mule. Nah, no, no, your mule come by me. Watch out, man. All right, thank you so much for listening to Donkey Talk. We'll see you in about, I don't know, like two, maybe three years. <laughs> Gonna ride that donkey, donkey. All right, we didn't record the licking your hat is so big joke. I have to apologize to John, but it's you? okay because that's a joke we've done enough. <laughs> it's happened just too much. Just enough. Uh, Any more? I think that guy had something. Yeah. Have there ever been any books that you uh, picked up, like started going through, and just went that? Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple. Uh, one of them, there's, and for a couple different reasons. It's rare that we pick one that's so bad that we won't do it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we did fatal after a lot of cajoling and, and, ple- and pleading, but uh, and money. Uh, but so much money. So, but uh, by the way, the question was: Is there anything? I'm recording this for posterity. Is there anything that we won't cover? Uh, so Huck Sunt Draconis. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. It's a it's a furry eco libertarian, libertarian utopia paradise game where you, have you four different stats for your five. economy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are five stats in the game that control your finances, and we were all set to do it. But it turned out it's kind of still in print, and the author kind of still cares because he heard that someone mailed it to us, and I don't know how, and he sent us an email pleading with us not to do it. Please be nice to me. <laughs> And, and so, and so that's that's an example of a book that we we that would straight hurt my soul. I, I know. Think I was like, please don't be mean. Be like, yeah. fuck you. All right. So I think we have to be done. So I want to thank everyone for coming out. Thank you so much. Just people filtering in from the back. So the time has come. If you have any further questions, we're here. Feel free. We'll go outside and take the questions in the hallway. Why not? Yeah, we're gonna thank take you. this outside. <laughs> Fight them out, people. Keep them out of the room. Thank you so much for coming.